The Athletic Podcast Network is supported by the Quip Electric Toothbrush, known as the iPhone of toothbrushes. Engineered by industrial designers, Quip is sleek and simple. Time Magazine named Quip one of their best inventions of the year. GQ declared it one of the best grooming products on the market, and Oprah put it on her prestigious O-list. Join millions of brushers who use Quip to make their mouths happy and healthy. Get your first refill free at getquip.com slash listen. That's getquip.com slash listen. Welcome to the Daily Ding on the Athletic Podcast Network. Excited for Josh's career and what he's going to be able to accomplish for the next you know, 10, 15 years. And uh, Dylan just signed a three-year deal, so happy for him. Save your money, young fella. Take care of your chicken and your mentals. So uh, just looking out, trying to look out for my young guy as best possible. Reverse flush and ain't that a smooth one. This all goes, and I hope I have no friends. And his response was, I'm sorry, I just wanted a frosty. I want Tyler to know his ass should have got thrown out. If I was a ref, I would have tossed his last. How dare you? Welcome to the Daily Ding. Happy Tuesday morning. We got everything from Monday night in the association that you need to know for Tuesday. I'm Zach Harper, joined by Wazi Lambre. We got Rob Lopez running out of W's to give the Raptors. Coming up on today's show, Toronto keeps winning. The Jazz look good on the road, and we have a lot of finalists for the 2020 Olympic team. But first, Spencer Dinwiddie keeps the Pacers looking. Now, Waz, wait for it. Slow a depot. Huh? Yeah, something. All right, we'll work on it. We'll workshop that one. We'll fix it in post. Nets 106, Pacers 105 in Indianapolis. Spencer Dinwi hits the jumper with a couple seconds left. The Nets then fouled Oladipo on the floor before he knocked down a jumper. Uh, Didn't count, so then they got to inbound it again. They forced an air ball by Brogdon as they swarmed him on just a terrible set to try to get any kind of open look for him with a couple seconds left. Spencer Dinwiddie finishes 21 points, 11 assists, 6 rebounds. Terrible shooting night for him. Aside from that last shot, he was 4-15 from the field, 0-7 from deep, but was 13-15 from the free throw line. Joe Harris made some big plays down the stretch, knocked down a wide-open three to give him the lead in the final minutes. He finished with 15 points. Eight players in double figures for the Nets, but was the story is not just Spencer Dinwiddie, but the Pacers have lost six straight. Oladipo still struggling, which I don't think you really blame him for, right? He's he hadn't played in a year. He's still trying to get his legs under him. He's still trying to find that rhythm. But everyone else outside of Demontis Sabonis has been pretty bad for this Pacers team. Yeah, it feels like they're trying to get their rhythm back, right? Um, they're not integrating some role player type of piece like. Oladipo's role on the team is to be the main guy. So integrating that type of talent um, is going to take a while, right? Luckily, if you're a Pacers fan, you know, there's some time before the playoffs come. And I think, you know, they're talented enough that they're going to round in the shape at some point. And, you know, Nate, Mc- Nate McMillan has proven to be a really effective coach. But I'm not surprised. I like that Oladipo's being aggressive and yeah. you know we can all appreciate that but yeah it's it's hard to play in the nba zach turns out it, it turns out it is it's not easy uh malcolm brogdon it was hard for him to play tonight he had six points on three and 11 shooting uh, i mentioned sabonis who was just incredible in this one um he also had the go-ahead bucket before spencer dinwiddie's jumper uh just drove right past deandre jordan deandre jordan offered just a just a just a little bit of resistance on that <laughs> one as he got the easy layup at defense uh, anymore. <laughs> 23 points, 11 assists, 10 rebounds and no turnovers for for Sabonis. Uh this is a question from from Rob Lopez. Is he becoming a mini Jokic? Is that is that what he are we just are let's, we just profiling let's, Europeans? Let's, let's calm down and 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 f- first of all 
Put some respect on Arvidas's name, okay? That was a sure, big man right. in the past, all right? Yeah. Um, he's doing his thing. Let's not get crazy. He's not the next Magic Johnson, Zach. Okay, but he, but he's like a Magic Sabonis? Oh, you, but did you see the, the cross-racial reference that I just did there? Well, we're, I don't think we're allowed to do that. I tried oh. that once years ago. Was I tried to make Jimmer Fredette a, a new Ben Gordon type, and it worked out horribly. So I don't think we're allowed to do that. Or at least I'm not allowed to do that. Maybe you are. I missed that day at journalism school. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough one. You know, that's a, that's one of those upper <laughs> upperclassmen courses there. Uh, for the for the net side of it, you know, Dinwiddie hits the jumper. He persevered throughout. They they really like they kind of ugly this game up, which usually the Pacers are cool with. Um, they went with some weird lineups, like Kenny Atkinson kind of just piecing things together without Kyrie Irving out there. Uh, had some really odd lineups out there. They're playing a lot of Timothy Luawu Cavaro. Like he's playing a lot. Torian Prince is doing too much, and yet. With all that said, they grind out another victory, and Spencer Dinwiddie, like, was even in a game where he shoots horribly, like, he still comes up big. Like, I don't know if you can say enough about him, enough about Karis LeVert in this one. Like, this this Nets team, dare I say it, they're scrappy. Yeah, they are, and what I like about Dinwiddie is that in the tight moments, the high-leverage situations, those possessions, I trust him on pick and roll. I trust him to beat his man just straight up um, in front of him. Uh, yeah. I, I, like, he, he has a calming influence on the team in those moments. And, you know, you can't you can't say enough about what he's been able to do in Kyrie's absence. I'm not one of those people who think the team is better without Kyrie. I'm also not somebody who thinks they need to trade Dinwiddie or get rid of him at some point. Because to me, no. the guy can pass, dribble, and shoot. Why would you want to get rid of a guy like that on a favorable contract? Yeah, you want multiple of those guys. Not yes. just, you don't just need the one and you're like, all right, I'm good. Like, no, you want all those guys that you can get there. Uh, for the for the Nets, Torian Prince had 14 points. Jared Allen, 13 and 8 in this one. DeAndre Jordan off the bench, aside from that horrible defense at the end. 11 points, 19 rebounds, 2 blocks. Karis LeVert had 11 points. Uh, Garrett Temple was the other guy with double figures with 11 points off the bench. Nets have won 5 of the last 7 for the Pacers. TJ Warren with 19, Miles Turner with 15 points, five rebounds, three assists. Uh, Doug, Doug McBuckets had 13 off the bench. Only six turnovers for the Pacers in this one, but they shot seven of 30 from deep. Um, real quick, was are we worried about the Pacers? Like, at what point are you worried that they're not they're not getting it together quickly enough with Oladipo back in the lineup? No, I'm not worried because I'm somebody who actually is. I like their talent. Um, I, I'm not a big Sabonis guy. I know on Twitter, if you're a big man and you can throw a bounce pass, people like kind of oh, lose. Even, don't even get me started. Lose on those their guys. minds, but like I like their talent. I like Turner. I like Sabonis less than Twitter again. Um, I love Oladipo. I like Brogdon. Like I like what they have. I just think it's gonna take a while. Again. You're integrating a guy who's becoming, who is a major part of what you're trying to do on offense. So I'm not surprised that this is taking a while. DoorDash has something for every lifestyle on the go with no time to waste, order, pick up, and pass the line. Having trouble organizing a meal with your friends? We make it easy with group ordering. DoorDash is more than just delivery. Not only is your favorite pizza joint already on DoorDash, but there are over 310,000 restaurant partners in 4,000 cities. So you might find a new favorite as well. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code DING. That's $5 off your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code DING. Don't forget, that's code DING for 5 bucks off your first order with DoorDash. 
other big game of the night Raptors 137 Timberwolves 126 in Toronto it's a big game because was break up the Raptors they cannot lose 15 in a row our Raptors are back baby 15 in a row their defense was super impressive even though they give up 126 points in this game was they forced 23 turnovers they scored 30 point 34 points off those turnovers they turned Carl Anthony Towns into a passer in this one like they just they were putting smaller guys on him almost daring him to get the ball and then swarming with Siakam swarming with Hollis Jefferson swarming with Ananobi swarming with Kyle Lowry digging down like they were I love the defensive strategy they enacted on the wolves the wolves had their first game with d'angelo russell he played pretty well on offense 32 minutes 22 points on 7 to 12 shooting had five assists but defensively they just i mean the the raptors were attacking d'angelo and carl towns every single time they were in the game together. I mean, just attacking every single time they swarmed cat. Uh, he did finish with 23 points, 10 rebounds, seven assists, but had five turnovers in this one. Um, I just don't know what you can say about the Raptors at this point. They're not even that healthy yet, and they're still just rattling off win after win after win. Yeah, I think you got to tip your cap to Coach Nurse for sure. Uh, it, like you mentioned, the defensive strategy, that's that's becoming his hallmark, right? Like that he's willing to try almost anything. <laughs> yeah, just, just randomly creative, right? Like yeah. a lot of stuff where he's like, I'm probably not going to face this Timberwolves team ever again, so I might as well just like throw this at them and see if they've got it, right? Like it's just he's so creative on a night-to-night basis, him and his staff. Yeah, and, and you know, I remember when they played the Clippers for the first time this year, and they were the first team to trap Kawhi on those pick and rolls, right? Like they were the first team to whip out that ultra-aggressive, you know, defense, defensive yeah. pick and roll coverage. Uh, so, yeah, I just love watching these guys play on defense. They play so hard. And then, like you mentioned about the attack, and Pascal was incredible in the fourth Ooh. quarter. And he basically lived in the paint. Yeah. Oh, he was just driving whenever he wanted to. He finished with 34 points, six rebounds, five assists. He was 14 to 21 from the field, six of eight from deep. Raptors pushed the tempo. I mean, the, the Wolves want to play fast. The Raptors made sure it was like, really? You really want to play fast with us? Here we go. 35 fast break points. Kyle Lowry, 27 points, 11 assists, seven rebounds. OG Ananobi, 25 points, 12 rebounds, three assists, three steals. Even Rondé Hollis Jefferson had 21 points in this one. For the Wolves side of it, they did score 75 points. Uh, in the first half, it was the second consecutive game with 75 or more. They dropped 80 or 81 in that last game uh, against the Clippers. So they're scoring, and they're scoring early. They just can't stop anybody. 18 of 45 from deep. Juancho Hernan Gomez had 15 points. Malik Beasley had 15 points. Jarrett Culver had 15 off the bench. Um, and Waz, you know what the kind of the scary thing for, for opponents are, you know, here going against the Raptors? The Raptors were actually, like, very sloppy in this game, right? Yeah. Like, they, they they turned it over 20 times. Kyle Lowry had eight turnovers. Um but, you know, once the second half started, they, they just come out of halftime just so focused and so ready to pounce on you. And Van Vliet's not making any shots the entire game, and he takes one of the biggest shots of the game from, oh, about, deep three. 30, yeah, from about 30 feet out. Um, and, yeah, Zach, it turns out that um, when you're playing defense, you should try not to give up layups. Yeah, well, that's... That's new, right? I don't think we've... That's a new strategy, which I, I think the Raptors just invented because I know the Wolves weren't aware of that. That's something that they... I don't think they Some, knew. Somebody might want to tell Carl Towns that. Well, all right. So they, so I got into this conversation on Twitter, and I want to get your take on it. I had a, a couple of people just go, oh, he's so soft, he's so soft. And I don't think he's soft. I think he's confused. Yeah. Because, I like, to me, soft is guys who don't compete on defense. I actually think he's trying, which is the scary thing. I think he doesn't know what to do. I think he's caught in between decisions, which I actually think is worse. So, like, if you want to label him a loser or label him confused, I think that's more accurate than calling him soft. 
Yeah, because if it, be, the the reason why this is scary, if you're Wolves management or if you're a Wolves fan, is because it seems like he's just not going to ever have a grasp of what he should be doing out there. And like you said, I'm not somebody who thinks he's loafing on defense. The guy just legitimately has poor instincts on that. He makes terrible decisions. Terrible decisions. And he's a really cerebral player. That's the crazy thing about it, especially offensively, right? Like, he's, yeah. he dissects defenses like, like that, processes information incredibly well on the offensive end of the floor for whatever reason. It just hasn't translated the defense and ooh wee man tissue Oof. paper defense over there oh real bad so let me ask you a question then do you think he's overthinking defense is it possible he's over like i think i just think he's confused i don't even know if it's overthinking i think he's just caught in between decisions because he's not familiar with what he's supposed to do for some reason so i don't i can't tell if i think he's overthinking or if he's just like not that smart defensively. And you would think that they would try to implement some kind of, like, not aggressive defense, right? Like, just do the, the drop method and just have the guy yeah. stay around the paint. He's got fantastic size. And that tends to be some, some of the easier defensive concepts for big guys to pick up. Um, But nothing seemed to work. So, man, it's just something to pay attention to. <laughs> All right, last thing on the Raptors. Uh, next three games, they're at Brooklyn. Uh, then they have the all-star break and they're home to Phoenix, home to Indiana. Uh, will they take an 18 game win streak into their home game against the Milwaukee Bucks on February 25th on TNT? Sure. Why not? I think so. And you know what? I think they extended to 19. All right, let's get to the news that everybody needs for Tuesday. Little breaking news here. Uh, Michael Kidd Gilchrist, according to Sean Strani of The Athletic, has agreed to a deal with the Dallas Mavericks, who are waiving Ryan Brokoff after NKG uh, cleared waivers with the Charlotte Hornets. More news from Sean Strani is the P.J. Tucker fourth year on that contract, and that will become fully guaranteed by the Rockets. So uh, they're not going to have any wiggle room with that. They're going to keep him around because he's their starting center now. And then Team USA announced a 44-player final finalist pool for the 2020 olympic games was i'm not going to read all the names to you we'll just go through the highlights here there are no tryouts either they're just going to cut the list to 12 by early june based on a selection committee uh we have 19 former gold medalists nine players from the 2016 rio games have been invited 15 of 16 u.s born 2020 all-stars are invited we've got lebron we've got steph we've got Harden, we've got kd we got demar Derozan, kyrie anthony davis Clay, Russell Westbrook, Chris Paul, Dwight Howard. You know who we don't have? We don't have Zion. We don't have John Morant. We don't have Trey Young. They did not receive invites. Uh, does that surprise you? Usually, don't we try to get the young guys into this thing? Yeah, but I think we've seen, and I think 2004 was the best example of this. Like, you don't want kids over there, right? Like, you want yeah. grown-up professionals because these games can get a little, you know, nip and tuck down the stretch of some of these games. Like, Team USA is not just going to go in and blow the doors off of people. So, yeah, I, I if, if I'm the selection committee, yeah, I want Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, and LeBron James playing. It seems like that's probably a good start. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's, that's probably the way to go just early on. And then, we'll, you know, we'll get a Plumlee in there or something, right? I think, I think I mean, Mason Plumlee was invited. JaVale McGee was invited. Those are two exciting uh, potential additions to, uh, Coach to the K 2020 special. team. Coach K special. He's not even around. He's still got the impact. Was, right? Is this something he, he struck a deal with Greg Popovich? He won a bet or something? It's, it's the black hair, man. I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> it's the hair dye. It's the, it's the hair dye. He's intimidating people. 
And so just for men right there. And then, oh, we got a little drama here, Waz. This is my favorite stuff oh, is dissecting social media. Joel Embiid with a slightly interesting post on social media. At 8.24 p.m. Eastern, Waz, a picture of him says, you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Hashtag the process. I know, it's the dark night. And just like, we need we to get the, it. We need to stop that. We can retire that. Yes, We can retire that, and what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Retire both (laughs) those. Then Jimmy Butler commented, I know where villains are welcomed. To which Joel Embiid replied, damn right, my brother. I mean, what are we doing? What are we doing? Well, what are we doing? I'll tell you what Joel Embiid's doing. He's backtracking. Because less than an hour later, 57 minutes later to be exact, he tweeted out, Made for this. If I can take it, then you can too. Feel a tough with three exclamation points. Hashtag all love. I'm upset by him saying feel a tough. I don't like that. I mean, with the pH, we, we got F. we got Jimmy Butler tampering. Um, I mean, that's blatant tampering. I mean, like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And and my thing is with with this Philadelphia team. And again, like I'm not mad at them for ruining my finals pick because I did pick them to go to the finals before the season. I'm just like. The maturity level on this team, man, needs to needs to get get higher faster, um, because th- they're just imploding at this point. Um, came into this season with championship level expectations, and it's just been kind of a disaster. Uh, it, it really has. Like, I do still kind of hold out hope, though. Was is that maybe they're just built for playoff basketball? My prediction hopes so. Yeah, mine too. I think that's the only reason because you and I predicted that they'd make the finals, and now I'm just holding on to hope. All right, let's get to the rest of the games from Monday night. Oh, we can yuck. Hornets 87, (laughs) Pistons 76 in Detroit. These two teams shot a combined 36% from the field. Miles Bridges led all scores with 18 points in a professional NBA game in 2020. Uh, Devontae Graham somehow ended up with 11 assists, went with 14 points. Malik Monk had 17 off the bench. Thon McCurr had uh, 12 points, 12 rebounds to lead the Pistons. Three Pistons outside of him had 10 points in this game. Third straight loss for the Pistons. Hornets uh, snapped their five game losing streak i don't want to talk about this game ever again magic 135 hawks 126 in orlando the hawks will cure your offensive woes 79 second half points for orlando four different magic players with 20 or more points aaron gordon led them with 26 points nine rebounds four assists uh nikola vucevic with 24 points nine rebounds nine assists 22 for evan fournier terrence ross had 21 off the bench still no clint capella's got the heel bruise for the hawks trey young had 29 points and nine assists but was just seven of 19 from field john collins 22 points eight rebounds jeff teague had eight and 11 off the bench the magic snapped their three game losing streak they set the season high for points with 135 when they crack 110 points they're now 14 and one on the season was they got to score more points jazz 123 mavs 119 in dallas jazz playing a back-to-back had that boyan bogdanovich game winner the night before against houston no mike conley he had a right knee injury that he's recovering from still no luka Doncic, but he is expected to return wednesday before the all-star break jordan clarkson this move has worked out for the jazz he had 25 points on 10 of 17 shooting off the bench also eight assists five rebounds four of eight from deep donovan mitchell had 23 points also nine turnovers somebody's in a contract year somebody's in a contract year nine turnovers for donovan mitchell but he did have 23 points 23 for boyan bogdanovich plus did a did a cool little like between the legs thing for against chris Stapps without putting the ball on the floor a little and one mixtape i missed that i was happy for that for bogdanovich rudy gobert was 17 and 16 in this one jazz 
has turned over 21 times, but shot 59% from the field. Tim Hardaway Jr. with 33 for the Mavericks. Chris Stapps had 28 points, got dunked on a couple of times by Rudy Gobert. Seth Curry had 15 off the bench. Uh, Waz, for the Jazz in this one, it feels like, all right, they hit a little bit of a lull a week ago. Now they're back on track with that game winner. They beat Dallas in Dallas. Um, where are you with the Jazz? Yeah, I think there's a lot of similarities, honestly, with Indiana, right? Um, the the Conley thing has been tough for them to integrate him into what they're doing. Again, I'm, I'm pretty confident in what they can do defensively. Uh, of course, when you got the defense, the reigning defensive player of the year, um, you, you're always going to be in good position. So I like, I, I trust their defense, and I think offensively they they're figuring it out. And again, just like Indiana, they have until April to get this thing right. I think they're right underneath the Lakers and the Clippers as far as the tiers in the Western Conference, right? The Lakers yeah. and the Clippers are sort of in a tier by themselves, and I think the Jazz are right under there with Denver. Uh, Mavs only turned over seven times in this game, but they have lost now uh, three of their last four games. Bucks 123, Kings 111 in Milwaukee. Giannis out, had a newborn son. Bucks are now 5-0 and without him. Maybe they don't need him in 2021 free agency. Maybe let him walk. Don't put all that money towards Giannis. Bucks pulled away in the fourth quarter after Kings uh, even things up in the second quarter. Chris Middleton, 28 points, 11 rebounds, 8 assists. Eric Bledsoe, your boy was, 28 points, 8 rebounds, 8 assists. 20 for Brooke Lopez. 18 made three-pointers for the Bucks in this one. They are now 6-0 and on the season when they make at least 18 threes. For the Kings, 23 points for Harrison Barnes, but he he struggled to, to defend this one. De'Aaron Fox, 17, 11, and 8. He struggled to defend in this one. Kings fall to 10 and 17 at home. Three-game win streak for the Kings snapped, and the Bucks have now won five in a row. Nuggets 127, Spurs 120. This Spurs defense was is brutal. I mean, just absolutely brutal. They're up 22 points with five minutes left in the third, and then they just let Jamal Murray go off. He had 23 points in the second half, finished with 26, had 14 in the fourth quarter. The Nuggets scored 74 points in the second half and shot 60% from the field after halftime. Jokic, 19 points, 13 assists, 8 rebounds. Paul Millsap on his birthday, 22 points off the bench. Uh, No DeMar DeRozan for the Spurs in this one, but LaMarcus Aldridge had 33 meaningless points. DeJounte Murray with 14 (laughs) points, 9 assists, 6 rebounds. Uh, was the Nuggets Nuggets just do this now right like they've been incredible in the second half of games the last couple of months they find ways to win these tight games Um, I don't know where I feel I am on them just in terms of their postseason chances but I gotta admit like they I can never count them out of games right now against good or bad teams I think the name of the game with the Nuggets and ironically we started off with the Spurs defense I think their defense is what you know you don't trust right? right I'm watching that third quarter where they're just literally just launching threes. And, yes, they're one of the most explosive offensive teams in the league, right? Um, But, again, let's face it, the Spurs team was just – these were wide open shots. Wide open. Oh, my God. Just open, just walking into threes. And it was, you know, it was kind of embarrassing if you're a Spurs supporter. Um, Yeah, with the Nuggets, I'm – I'm skeptical of the defense, but, you know, uh, their their offense is pretty scary. Yeah, and when Jamal Murray gets going, like, I just – I don't know what you do because he's just such a – he's such a hot shooter. Uh, Spurs have lost five straight, and Denver has won four straight, and they've won six of the last seven. Heat 113, Warriors 101 in San Francisco. Andre Iguodala's first game back against the Warriors played 17 minutes, scored two points on one shot, five rebounds, two assists before the game. Uh, he showered the Grizzlies in praise. He also had a message for the Warriors fans. From the bottom of my heart, I want to thank everybody that supported us, supported me uh, my entire time here. It definitely feels like home every time. Even, I just left, but it feels like home. 
Really appreciate you guys and appreciate y'all being loyal. Bay Area fans, my brothers will be back in action. Full throttle next year to wreak havoc on the league for 80 games. Love y'all. And the Miami Heat dominated the first half of this game. Warriors made a run in the third quarter, make it a little competitive, but the, the Heat kind of put them at bay in this one. 21 points, eight rebounds, three steals for Jay Crowder off the bench. Bam Adebayo with a very Draymond-like 13 points, 11 rebounds, seven assists. Jimmy Butler, 21 points, 10 rebounds, five assists, four steals. The Heat had 36 assists, 36 assists on 43 made baskets. They're now 10-1 and one this season when they get 30 or more assists in a game. Was even Kelly Olynyk? He had 11 assists off the bench. He led them in assists in this one. That that that's startling. And I liked I liked what I saw from Jimmy. Man, he was getting in Ooh, the playmaking mix yeah. too. Um, and 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 I think that's what they're gonna need from him, right? Like, is he? We know Jimmy can hunt his shot, and he could get a shot off against pretty much anybody in the league. But I love that he's taking the mantle of like, all right, I'm gonna be a distributor as well. I'm not gonna be some black hole. Um, and, you know, that's the type of thing that ingratiates you with your teammates, you know. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. Jimmy spreading, spreading the ball around tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Also, weird thing in this game, Bob Fitzgerald, the Warriors announcer, just crapping all over Justice Winslow, saying, really, you get all this for Justice Winslow? Like, he mentioned it like five times in the third quarter. I was just like, man, give him a break. The kid's good. He's just hurt. Uh, Andrew Wiggins at 18 points, four assists. Damian Lee led the Warriors with 26 points. Draymond Green, five points, but nine rebounds, nine assists. Heat snapped their three-game losing streak. The Warriors have uh, now lost three straight. Lakers 125, Suns 100 in Los Angeles. The Rajon Rondo show, 23 points off the bench, 9-13 from the field, 4-5 from deep, had six assists, had four rebounds. Anthony Davis was also good. He had 25-10-5. LeBron was sloppy, but he just kind of cruised most of the night because he's playing the Suns. 17 points, nine assists, eight rebounds. Did have eight turnovers, though. Dwight Howard had 14-15 and 15 off the bench for the Suns. Devin Booker, rough one, 10 points, 2 of 11 shooting. Uh, he did have 5 assists and 4 rebounds, but he missed all 4 of his 3-pointers. No DeAndre Ayton in this one. 15 points for Czech Diallo in the start. Mikel Bridges had 18, 6, and 3. The Suns have lost 6 of 7, and the Lakers have now won 4 of the last 5. Was let's get to the line of the night. We got some good ones. We got uh, you know Magic Sabonis with 23, 11, and 10. Siakam had 34, 6, and 5. Tim Hardaway Jr. had 33. Uh, you could pick Lamarcus Aldridge's meaningless 33 points. Where are you going with your line of the night? Um, it's got to be Pascal Siakam for me, right? Uh, he's starting in the All Star game this year. Obviously, when Kawhi Leonard left, we knew he, he would have you know an increased role and in, and in, in more responsibilities on this team. And I thought in the fourth quarter, like I mentioned earlier, he just took over, and it's the type of thing that stars do. And so, you know, Pascal acquitting himself quite well is like the focal point of this team. Um, and he was just dominant tonight. Yeah, I'm going to go with, ooh, who do I go? You know what? I'm going with Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray got hot, man. He didn't have a great line, but he got hot. He had 23 in the second half. Uh, he, kill, he killed the Spurs down the stretch. He just lit them up. He was talking trash to the Spurs bench. I'm going with Jamal Murray. That's going to do it for today's episode of The Daily Ding. Don't forget about the other shows on the Athletic Podcast Network. Back-to-back, -back, no dunks, hoops adjacent, tampering, House of Strauss, all that good stuff, plus the team-specific shows. Don't forget to follow on the app to get notifications for new episodes. And sign up for The Athletic at theathletic.com slash dings if you haven't already done that. Thanks for waking up with us. you got a couple days left before the All-Star Weekend. So get those games in. Get that reading in on The Athletic. And Waz, hit me with the sign-off. Ding, ding, y'all.